Hey everybody, welcome to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I am Mr. Gimpy, and with me as always is Chipped Monk. What's going on, brother? <laughs> What's happening, man? How's your week been going? Terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's been going good, man. Uh, it's a short week uh, for me. We got... Uh, we had the 5th off because the 4th of July landed on a Sunday, um, and my wife's birthday is the time of recording two days from now. So I'm uh, taking that day off as well because her birthday's a holiday. <laughs> you know, Got a lot of balls in the air, bro. Yeah. Exactly, man. So uh, I think happening. I have three days of work today. So, you know, it's in nice. the three days, though. Uh, you think they'd be easy, right? It's, it is probably one of the most stressful, like, three days of all time. Uh, yeah. So... You know, it is what it is, but uh, yeah. this is that, my last day, last day of vacation for me. So I've had like a whole week off. Uh, and I know exactly, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about though. Like right before you like have any time off, you're like, I want to just get a bunch of stuff done. So it's not here for me when yes. I come back. Yes. Uh, I don't want any fires going. I don't want any little shrubbery. We're not uh, throwing, you know, some burnt ambers in the trash can expecting everything to be all right. And, and not for, to have a trash fire. <laughs> like, for everyone listening or watching, Chip's day job is a firefighter, so he doesn't want to get <laughs> <laughs> How dare you don't put that on me, bro? Right. I feel like I'm not in good enough physical conditioning to be a firefighter. Dude. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like, I, I think, think one of the requirements is to run up like 100 flights of stairs. Yeah, man. Firefighters are fit as hell. You know, like... I heard Definitely. the job only gets harder and harder every year because everyone keeps getting fatter and fatter. <laughs> Like in America, it's, it's, it's the requirements to be a firefighter is here. America's obesity rates, like here, it's never, yeah. it's never reaching. It's consistently climbing. It's yep. the, uh, uh, it's the carrot and the stick. Except um, in the United States case, it's the donut and the uh, you know candied licorice. That's <laughs> just constantly just keeps going. People are eating it constantly. Absolutely. What have you been doing on the gaming yeah. front, man? Any uh, any news on that or? I've been working like on several small products. Like I think we kind of talked about this where I keep on starting like almost like a miniature like games that I keep making. So like yeah. I so like, we talked we touched a little bit on this where like I made one that was like a basically an RPG. Uh I showed you like a little bit before this, like my uh it's not quite bomberman, bomberman, but like uh, yeah. so I was talking with the professor when we're at uh shopping now shopping and uh he was like the professor uh, on here, man. We, we talk about him so often. We have to get him on here. <laughs> yeah, we definitely should. Like, yeah. I know we've talked about getting guests on at some point, like uh, season two, season two, <laughs> season two is going to be the guest. Uh, yeah. It's going to be like, the, yeah. you know, the Justice League cartoon, like the first two seasons were just the core Justice League members. And then they had Justice yep. League Unlimited with everyone else. So it's going to be it's going to be our unlimited version. He's the Aqua <laughs> lad to our Aquaman and yeah. Superman. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but Wait, yeah, no, on, we're <laughs> Batman and Superman. Yeah. Would you want to be Batman or Superman, though? I'd, I'd rather be Batman, just because I'll take I Superman, Batman's, dude. You know, I as I got that older, fits. my my uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take Superman, bro. The Man yeah, of Steel, yeah, yeah. represent yeah, Twisted it, Steel and Sex Appeal. I'm on it, dude. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bar. You've been dropping bars lately, man. Yeah. <laughs> steel and sex appeal. I like it. Yeah, and he's the uh, you know the Nightwing and the uh, you know uh, Superboy to our Batman and Superman. I think situation. Is, if we go with like IRL stuff, 
there's <laughs> for me getting what I want when I was younger. Definitely some Batman tendencies there. You know, it's like <laughs> like holding you want person street by justice his, by his legs but, and shaking stuff. Where is he? Happens. <laughs> run them yeah. pockets full. Raise them hands, hands all the way up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. man. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I was talking with the. Him and he was like, he just got a new place, and he was like, Yeah, I'm gonna have a nice office space set up. And he's like, I was gonna invite everybody over, and we're gonna do like some sort of game jam over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, Oh, what kind of game would you want to make? Because every time I end up doing a game jam with this motherfucker, he switches up everything on me. Because for him, it's like a new experience to learn new things, yeah. Uh, but for me, I'm just trying to finish a fucking game, so I'll be like, Yo, let's uh use like one of the three game engines that we kind of know how to use. Yep. Uh, or and you can program in that. I was like, because he's really efficient at like programming in Java. Uh, so yep. we've been dabbling with this uh, engine called like Babylon JS for years. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so like I finally learned how to get models into like the GLTF format, which is actually a pretty popular format now. But like when we started using it, nobody was fucking using it, dude. I had to read documentation to get anything to work in it, and yeah. to like export like animations from like an FBX and like convert it to like a, a gtl like, it was a fucking nightmare uh but it got way easier and so the last time we hung out i finally had uh accomplished enough like achievements in that area where my modeling and speed of stuff wasn't the holdup it was now the professor's problem but my program my th- right? yeah <laughs> is like he doesn't understand like placeholder art or anything so i'm like we'll do something i'm like Let's just come up with proportions. Give me that and we'll give me the basic game framework and I'll start building assets. So I'm like, are we, is it going to be like one cube, which is in most games, like one meter by one meter? Or is it going to be like two cubes, which is like, you know, one meter by two meters for like a, and it's, that's a huge person. Like, uh, was it like three, three meters? It's like, three. so in most game engines, there's kind of a standard unit of measurement so, so like in blender two pixels for for 2d but yeah you're just talking 3D, yeah correct okay yeah, okay yeah yeah we're doing we're doing things in 3d and for like 3d it's usually one by one which is one meter by one meter it's like that default cube in blender it's two cubes stacked up is like the default guy in like uh on the unreal engine or if you're using unity they have like unity chan it's like one and a half uh and if you know your whatever system i think three meters is almost six feet or seven feet like six foot yep. five something like that uh yes but anyway like usually how you build up a game really quick prototyping is you block out a level uh you do this in 2d or 3d most important thing is like agreeing on like a a unit of measurement so i'll be like what kind of game do you want to make and then like give me the the measurements and i will build you like quick placeholder art which is usually cubes and like just use these cubes throw them everywhere and then tell me and I'll start designing the artwork. Uh, and he's like, no, I don't want to start programming until I have the artwork. And I'm always like, motherfucker. So I've gotten really good at like throwing out like, you know, kind of mediocre art, but like really fast. Cause I know he's not going to fucking do anything until he has that. Yeah. So last time we did a game jam, I already had like some art assets I had bought and I was like, let me just convert these bitches. Uh, so I added animations, converted them, <laughs> sent them all over to the professor. I'm like, here you go. Start fucking programming, asshole. <laughs> and he was like, oh, he's like, can you make the whole level for me too real quick? Uh, and I was like, yeah, I was like, quick. I can start, start working on all the movement and shit. So then I like, I pulled up like a simple map and I started like building out like everything in Blender made a huge like level. And I was like, boom, here's the level. And he's like, okay, yeah, I can, uh, 
maybe I can get something done here. <laughs> so he was sweating under the gun. Uh, but like I started around like 8 PM and got done around uh, 11 PM, like for all my modeling and stuff. And then he started programming from like 11 to one and like barely got anything up and running, but it's a lot further than we had ever achieved before. That's uh, dope. That's dope. Yeah. Man. Did you rig as well? Well, during all this? Yeah, was so I, okay. I was using like a Mixamo, which is I think is like the popular rigging. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, pull out thing. So, uh, use like a non-linear editor, animator, like NLA editor, and like a Blender, and then like you just stack up like your animations. So like I just pulled like a bunch of you know run, attack, uh, die, uh, jump animations, and then put them in a stack. Got all those named and uh written properly got a proper uh gltf exporter like it's nothing sexy it's nothing fun it's just the brass tacks of it uh but i told you all that (laughs) to tell this story where we're sitting there at the store and he was like let's do a game jam and i'm like fuck i was like what kind of game do you want to make so that way i can start working on the art now yes right that's that fucking big brain uh level Uh, so he was like how about we make um, just something simple that we can all play like a Bomberman clone. And I was like, what about if we made Bomberman, but in 3d and then we add levels to it. So you can blow up the floor too. Nice. Uh, and he was like, Oh, that fucking, it would be in 3d. That makes sense. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it does. It. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. It blew his mind. Like Bomberman yeah. blows up them blocks, dude. Like exactly. <laughs> he wasn't ready. So then I got home and I was like, man, I can't wait on anybody for, for nothing. So I started making that like a quick proof of concept. Cause I'm like, where's the fun in this? Yeah. Uh, so I started making it uh, and I was like, let me try doing some networking. Uh, and I never do networking. So yes. I, I, I was using that uh, thing. It's called like photon uh, P H O T O N. Yeah. Yep, that's photon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Photon. I don't know. So uh, that's like the big plugin for like a lot of uh, like Unity game engines. Like it, it mostly all uses that. It's like the bread and butter. And like it was really a lot simpler to set up than I thought. But I can say that now, like after spending like four or five hours trying to get it up and running, consulting documentations, I like <laughs> got into a Discord channel. I started asking people who know what the fuck they're talking about. I was like, hey, man, how do I fix this? And they're like, oh, bro, you don't know shit here. RTFM. <laughs> they're like, read the, read the fucking manual, noob. Yeah, uh, yeah. But they were linking me shit in the manual like that wasn't in the proper like quick start. Sure. So like, if you were uh, logically speaking, a quick start should be a series of steps you complete to get something up and running, right? You you would think, but yeah, that's not. So how they were sending me, works. <laughs> yeah. So they were sending me links to other shit that wasn't in like the quick start. They're like, oh, yeah, just read this. But it was part of the wiki, but not linked in the wiki proper. And I'm like, how the fuck did they have this? Where did this come from? Uh, but no, I got it up and running. It's yeah. still it's kind of janky. We just played it a little bit before all this started. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. What do you think? I, th- I thought I think you have something there. I, I really do. Um, I think so. The Bomberman clone Chipmunk made and uh, decided not to show it just yet. Uh, we'll let him get a little further. Because I, I think the big thing is, I think for most people, like from a d- dev point of view, you and I can look at placeholder art and know the big picture and be able to see it, right? 
Yeah. I feel like when the general public or the layman goes, hey, you, you tell them, hey, I'm working on a game, and you show them, and they see, like, blocks and shit, they're like, what the fuck is this trash? Why are you even working on this? So, <laughs> so they don't they don't get the big picture, you know? And it's no fault of their own. It's just what you've come to expect, because we now have, like, Steam Early Access and other games that are in alpha, and it's not a true alpha, you know? It's like a publicly available alpha that's that their placeholder art is near finalized. This is, like, traditional, like, it's ready to go. I think the... Um, so the game is is like a 3D Bomberman. It's third person. Uh, we're running around, and um, you uh, you have like an arc. You decide the arc for how you throw your grenade. So it's not like a true Bomberman bomb. It's a grenade. Yeah, it's where you like second. poop them out. Yep, yep. So um, you're throwing grenades across across the map at others, and you know, Bomberman like it explodes the level, and uh, the level is transforming. As we go, uh, yeah. I think that for what you have right now, great proof of concept. I think keep working on it. Um, you know, and hopefully we'll do a little little match with with everybody over land or something. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Um, I think the the thing is, it's like how does that handle like lag compensation? Um, uh, we had that issue where the second player couldn't spawn uh, weapons. Couldn't do nothing. Like, yep, so it was I think like, like it's not, not it. mapping like the first players. Like, like it could uh, be variables. in my programming as well. Like, there's like a this is like what I told you though. I was like, this is the first time I actually got to uh, play with like another person. Because, like, when I finished it at, like, 1 a.m., nobody's on to, like, help you test that. So I was, yeah. like, running it locally, and, like, locally it was fine. Uh, and it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, uh, what we always tell everybody this every time. is like, never make an online game. Uh, stay away from, like, yeah, an MMORPG. Uh, you know, yep. we, we constantly warned, and I fell right into that pit trap of, like, yeah, let me make an online game. That would be fun. I haven't done that yet. Like, uh yep. So there was definitely like a lot of issues that I also saw that like, you know, like you'd even bring up, but I was just like, as the person who like worked on it behind the scenes, I was like, Oh, I got to fix this, 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 and this. So there's already like a a bit of a lack actionable items, like just from actually playing with like another person. But uh, yeah, yeah. Already. Hella Um, exciting to see somebody else like, you know, spawn in through the magic. Yeah, dude. You're like, Holy shit. There is something that people don't get. It, it, it maybe it's something like like parents, right? They see their kid doing something so trivial, where it's like, oh, they put a dish in the sink, right? You're like, of course. But then, if it's your kid's first time doing that, you are super proud and you are happy about it, right? Yeah. That's what game dev is, man. Like, like I remember the very first platform I ever made, having my character move, animate, and jump on a platform without falling through the platform. You know, was one of the greatest moments, like the greatest like, crowd pop of feeling. Um, in a while and you get that a lot man um so i i think that uh you dealing with network stuff is is phenomenal i'm i'm doing my own network journey on the game maker side of things uh once i get to the point you'll you'll obviously be testing um (laughs) seeing how it works yeah you're Uh, like send send me the build i'll play (laughs) definitely so we'll we'll definitely get that going sometime in the near future here that's great man um and yeah i've been oh god yeah, no, I was just gonna um, say just kind of what I was kind of working on a little bit from the gaming side too. Oh, yeah, and I, uh, I was also working on Generic Quest. So that was the other little bow on it. Uh, yeah. Bomberman's kind of like my proof of concept. I was hoping to work on more with you guys because, like, the professor said, like you were gonna be invited. It was gonna be like a bigger thing. So I was like, all right, I can yeah. work on this art, and then let the professor handle the networking and programming, yeah, and then like yeah. you could probably. Uh, consider like doing like the level design and stuff and like how yeah. like the 3d space and obstacles might work but yeah yeah definitely, uh, definitely. I'd be i don't know that. just uh, just something to think about 
Uh, yeah, but man. what have you been working on, man? What have you been sure. playing? What have you been what you been on? Huh? So, so as far as as far as playing, um, I just completed the Doom Eternal uh, DLC. I mentioned it last pod uh, that I was finishing it just because they scrapped the invasion mode. Um, it's a real, real, real big boon. But um, I I had a idea that just apes that. Um, that I'm gonna see if I can do the idea first. I won't say too much here. But uh, oh, there's, a, there's a single Secrets. player. There's a sing, there's a single player idea that I had going on, um, where uh, I'll I'll tell you after the pod, Chip. I, th- I think I think it could be a all good right. It's huge um, business this opportunities. Involves, this involves networking and perhaps, and I think it could be a really fun LAN um, idea. Okay, if we can get it going. So you know, to to be continued on that. Um, but then when, we, when you uh, pitched this episode idea for me, um, it got me thinking, man. Uh, so today, today's episode on the Combo Wombo, we're, we're talking about game jams, the great, the pros and cons game of jam. it. Just like, just subscribe, follow, <laughs> exactly. Game listen, jam. Listen to Chip and, and that <laughs> tune. Um, one of the things with game jams, man, the the very what got me into actually taking that step <clears throat> into game creation was actually a game jam hosted on reddit six years ago um before that i always had these little projects right where it was like little proof of concepts nothing really further i always like had these the start stop which i think most people who are getting into the game dev world uh we we all have the same story now how you yeah. how do you get over that um i saw this uh, contest posted on reddit um for a game jam sponsored by lenovo um it was the brad blevin slapdown contest um and now, um, looking at it, Lenovo kind of scrubbed a lot of that. They don't have anything because I think they're. Um, it was an NFL partnership. Um, it was like a yeah. fantasy draft thing, and that's since since gone. But um, somewhere in the deep recesses of the internet, this remnants of this contest exists. Um, I won grand prize. Um, grand prize number was, one, bro. Yeah, grand prize was five hundred dollars Best Buy gift card and a Lenovo laptop. Um, living it dude he's on that lenovo laptop right now no when i (laughs) no this is this is amazing because when i got that email and there was an email and a phone call like you know you get a you get a random unlisted number so i don't answer it and i I listen to the voicemail and it's like uh hello scott we you we just wanted to inform you that you've you are a grand prize winner at the uh, lenovo game jam contest my i I was at work at the time my heart literally (laughs) you're like no way what? <laughs> Am I being prosaic right now, dude? <laughs> yeah, man. So, so the first thing I did was call my wife, call my brother-in-law, um, Sir Solace, who's a big, big, big friend, and, and him and quit I quit your job uh, on together. the spot. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, You're like fuck this job, I don't need it. I just fucking won five hundred dollars at Best Buy, bitches. Yeah, I'm out. So, what did you buy with it, dude? What What did you get with the gift card? Uh, an Xbox One, actually, it was brand, it was just oh, released. Yeah. It was just released, and I was like, I don't. At the time, I, I you know just started a new job or whatever. I wasn't really. I'm not even. In, I'm in the same field as now, but I was in like the lower rungs of it. You know, I was just starting mm-hmm. out, and uh, yeah, I bought an Xbox with it. You know, uh, the laptop went to my brother in law, and and you know, it just kind of started our journey. Um, now, the great thing about winning that grand prize is you saw – like, I've, I've been in competitions before for gaming, for sports, for things like that. Now, if you win, there's 
it, you know, I, I'd like to consider myself a gracious winner. You know, I congratulated everyone else who won. I, um, you know, said, said thank you and appreciated it. Things like that. Um, my submission got downvoted to hell. <laughs> Reddit from everyone <laughs> super salty about it. Winning. Like, oh, I, didn't, I didn't put any effort into it. Uh, the art was terrible, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, oh, you pandered to the judges, things like that. I'm like, it was a contest for all of us that was free to enter you just had to you know put your best foot yeah. forward and all contests are subjective you know it's like it's like there's, what are they trying to like what are they looking for there's definitely a lot of like uh psychological and like game theory behind like like any sort of because i've entered like several art contests before yes uh and like you know i've won one as well like for like uh it's like world of tanks to like design like a, a steam like a tank it was like design a tank for the game, you know, whatever, like win yeah. a hundred dollar keyboard. And I was like, yeah, I could enter this. I know, I know art. Yeah. Uh, and so like, I looked at like things, like I, I looked up what they were looking for yeah. and I pandered yeah. to that. I wasn't just like, Oh, let me just design a tank. I was like, Oh, what kind of concept are they looking for? Uh, let me. Exactly. And then I looked at their art. I looked at their art that they already had. And I was like, I want to make my shit look exactly like theirs. So like when they look at, they'd be like, Oh, this looks like something we could have done. Yes. Uh, and so they looked at it and they're like, yeah, this is great. Here's first part. You know, like, yeah, like you, win. you win. What did you win? <laughs> uh, this keyboard, this, uh, Corsair. Oh, nice. Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, it's like a $180 keyboard. So, so I will say this about a yeah. $180 keyboard. It's nice, but it's not $180. Nice. You know what I'm saying? There's like a noticeable difference when I go from like work to home yeah. and I'm like typing on this thing, but like, it's not that much better. It's not like a hundred dollar improvement. Like you, you type all day, right? For it, yep. I feel like my expensive mechanical keyboard at home, and now that I work from home, it's. Um, I had like the re- I was starting to build the repetitive use injuries from typing all day, right? Okay. Um, at home with my more expensive keyboard, um, that whole pain, anything is gone. So I would argue that uh, it is worth it to have that. It- I mean, yeah, it just depends on like your use case, but like yeah. at home, I barely do any typing because at work I did so much typing at the time. Uh, so like, I don't know, I had like the, you know, stretch out your wrist, take the breaks, all that stuff. Like, yes, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm getting like corporal tunnel syndrome as well, though. Like, and I'm still yeah. a young man, but like I can type fast as fuck because of my job, though. Like, I'm probably like hovering around like 140, 150 like words per minute. Like, I, I'm fucking like lightning fast on that shit, but like uh yeah there's definitely like game theory though like when you're entering any contest where you want to look at like what the judges are looking for like read the contest yes and then like the rules i I wouldn't even pay too much attention to the rules because it seems like most of the judges don't give a fuck about the rules like i entered like one anime you're doing but yeah yeah like i i legally they're supposed to care about the rules like there's like very stringent laws in the u.s about like having a contest with uh guidelines and stuff in the u.s to make sure like you're not setting up like a bullshit like somebody told me was it you who was telling me about like a uh, red bull getting sued because like their early ads were like red bull gives you wings and somebody sued because they didn't somebody get wings sued, yep, yep, yeah they jumped, they jumped off of their house and so they're like it did not be. give me wings uh, yeah, yeah so the u.s is uh truth in advertising laws and are like uh truth in like comp like contests they take that shit pretty seriously like if you want to sue but like at the end of the day like uh i did one that was like an animation contest and like the prize was like i think a thousand bucks worth of like software yeah so like 
raise that lawsuit is going to cost you more than a thousand dollars so it's not worth your time uh but like in their guidelines for that it was like oh the animation contest it can't be longer than uh, a minute you can't use outside uh artwork or music and like the winner of the competition went over a minute they used outside music that wasn't theirs not licensed uh they're using outside artwork that wasn't theirs that's you know not like but like i'm not going to complain about it. i'm like oh fuck they gamed the system they knew they pandered to what the judges wanted uh and they put their best foot forward it was like a really good uh yes, entry yes. you know yes. but there's definitely a game theory in that like you know i was doing uh the best i could and like i was also like like when you get to like the top five or ten of like any contest yes they almost all look the same right it's, so it's like the, the top five like true. like everything quality and like aesthetic or like whatever they're going for they're basically interchangeable like when you get to like the top three to five entries in a contest if because yeah. the, the judges are people and they're looking for a specific thing uh and they're looking for a specific aesthetic or like a quality uh you know entry you know so yes there's definitely something to that so you know with that one i did i did look you know for the guidelines for for posting i watched every webisode of that series that the game was based on i put a bunch of in jokes within yeah. the game and then there was like a, a a hidden feature that was very easy to find it was just based on score that unlocked a separate mode that was like an in joke from the show that that really the judges really liked so um from my understanding what led me to win was the game was easy to play it was easy to pick up and play. I set, like, it was only 120 seconds since it was supposed to be, like, an advert game. Um, so it was, like, yeah. how much time, how much time is it ad? It was, like, uh, about a minute or two. So I just, you know, what, it's, like, two minutes. You can, um, you know, break as many computers as possible was the game. Um, so I ended up winning top prize. There was some hate. Uh, and, you know, when you win anything, there's going to be hate no matter what. So you just, it just rolls off your back, Man, right? some haters. And uh, <laughs> shout out to Tux Game Able for that <laughs> one. Uh, so, and then after that, my my brother-in-law and I decide to start our company. Uh, we started Danger Kings. We uh, got web space. We registered everything. We bought uh, uh, Construct 2 at the time. Sir Salas um, definitely foot that bill because I was unemployed when we first started. Right, Like yeah. uh, before, the, when the contest happened, I was unemployed at that time. And then when I won the contest, I was employed. So, you know, he, uh, Sir Salas foot the bill and, uh, you know, owned a lot for that. Uh, so then we, we, we were like, are like, <clears throat> What, what's our next step, right? So we decided to make a platform. We, we had like four or five ideas that we wrote down on a notebook paper and we just iterated like small small prototypes of everything, right? Um, we picked two and started working on things. Now the problem of, of look, we, we had like the new business plus new game developing stuff. We didn't know proper workflows yet. We just like were, were excited about an idea, um, got to a point, got stuck, skipped that for a while or got stuck and then just never moved on. So we had a bunch of start-stop projects. Um, so then I was like, well, the best time that we had was, was like game jams, right? Like we would, we would game jam with each other. We'd, we'd just like set a night, stay up all night and we'd make as many like proof of concepts as possible. So we were looking and then Construct 2 had a game jam come out. Um, this was, this game jam was, uh, to make a game as if it could have existed in the arcades in the nineties, late eighties, early nineties. So we were like, great. And it could be a team of people. So myself, Sir Solace, Sir Trike, Danger King's first project together. Um, slap Happy Rhythm. Or no, I'm sorry, that's like a sexual game. Uh, Super Super Galaxy Start Busters was the game. Um, we uh, it was a top down one on one fighting uh, spaceship game, where where um, 
it we played into the early 90s the horrible translations you know the um horrible spelling um we did digitized voice acting that was all sir solace <laughs> um, yeah. uh, sir trike wrote the backstory we had and sir solace did the music um we shifted the, we split the programming duties sir solace quick wrote an ai script that was super aggressive um made i mean gameplay ideas things like that um yeah. a, a counter system um, to the point where it was a legit one-on-one fighter, you know. It was, it was a good game, man. I played that. I appreciate that, man. I pre- definitely appreciate that. Like that especially like, like the uh, the intro, the cutscene and stuff. I was like, how the fuck did you guys even make this? And we did. <laughs> we, we made this game. So when we found out about the contest, the contest was already going on for a week. So we made this in two days. <laughs> um, everyone yeah. else had a week. Like what what you did in two days is like spectacular. Like, uh, yeah, dude. I, I do appreciate that more than you know. So. That contest came up, and the worst thing that could happen is winning and then not winning. Because yeah, the highest like, highs to the lowest lows, especially yes. with like, like again, like I said, like I played that game. It's like a really good quality game. Like there's no like, I, didn't you place in like the top though? Like there was no no, we didn't even got, place top three. But we got damn. we got one of the so one of the judges played it on his stream. And goes, this is one of the best games in the contest. I don't know why we didn't place this in the top five. And that's what killed us. Yeah. This guy's <laughs> playing it. And even on his stream, he goes, this is one of the best games. And then he goes, well, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't vote for this one. And yet they spent some of the most time on our game playing it. Like him and his buddy that were playing on stream literally were enjoying themselves and played like six rounds of our game. <laughs> So yeah. seeing that, and then the criticism he had, like one of the things we did it for was not only because, like you know, to try and win, which obviously everyone wants to win, but to also get constructive criticism on what we could have worked on. Right, the the biggest downfall to that was there was no constructive criticism. It was just this game's really good. We didn't vote for it, and that was it. And that yeah, it's just yeah. right in the heart, man. And That's uh, like one of the other major things you can get from a lot of these contests is actual like actionable items that you can take away to help improve like either that concept or like your idea your workflow or like you know like you want somebody to objectively look at your work and be like oh you can improve on like the controls are kind of whack uh you know the the art's lacking the music's off uh you know uh sometimes subjective but you're hoping for like an objective like overall viewpoint where you're like Oh, like there's bugs in this game, and I'm here's where I found them. Yeah. And you're hoping for like that feedback either from the judges or like a lot of these uh, game jams or contests. They're like open to like public, like for people to play. And like you want like the comments in your game to be like, oh yeah, my game crashed at this point. Yeah, uh, like this is what happened. Like you're basically getting like free beta testers yeah, to your game. Yeah. So we got none of that, you know. And, yeah. and it's just like this is good. And like, that with that happening was the perfect storm of big life changes as well. You know, um, like new jobs were started, you know, states, some of us moved states apart, um, time zones changed, you know, from, from that. So then working remotely at that point in life was just really difficult. So that's what led to our first really long hiatus with each other. Like we always talk about games, we want to get back into it and it just, you know, life happens. So, you know, um, it's one of those things that, that sucks, you know? And I just wanted to say that, uh, we, we've talked about it since and we kind of both, we, all three of us, uh, Sir Trikes, Sir Solis and I agreed that, that the, the initial success from the, uh, slap down game, right. Yeah. Grand prize 
was probably the worst thing because you know you you hype yourself up you go you can do no wrong and then the yeah. second the second attempt of of expecting you know like a top placement and and having solid like reviews solid comments there's there's no negative comments that we received even like on the forums they were praising our game to to just ambivalence yeah you know it it sucked and and uh, for me, being in like playing sports, playing uh, in gaming tournaments, there's one Halo tournament that I was in. Um, I had won the following year, but when I when I was there the first time, I showed out too hard. Like when we were all practicing, I got a like huge streak. I was on a running riot, which is ten kills without dying, and I got uh, you know like like four overkills, which is you know, like four kills in a couple of seconds of each other. Um, people saw that. And there were a lot of friends in this free for all tournament for Halo. It was Halo two at the time. And um, when the actual game started, these guys legitimately talked to each other and they all refused to shoot at each other and just went after me to make sure I wouldn't place in the top three to keep moving yeah. on. So learning, learning that I knew I learned to, you know, like sandbag it when you when you're practicing a little bit you know and then going all out in the tournament so and then applying that to game jams uh you know we you know there's high success at first and then the second one you know no real criticism and i'm like and yet there was there was no you know it's it's hard when you're dealing with a team that was like the first team oriented like collaborative creative effort and um from all of the positive feedback we were getting as we were making this game and posting it on Twitter, things like that, we had a ton of traction Um, to have no true criticism was probably the worst thing. And I want to say for anyone who's thinking about getting into this, or maybe you're sitting on a project, just, just put it out. Just keep, keep going. Don't, don't let uh, one negative thing for something that you've worked hard on slow you down, put pride in your work, keep that pride, make the next thing. Not everything that people put out is gold, you know? Did and, you ever it, release it anywhere? Like, did you put it like on a, I'll put HR a link on the bottom. It's on, uh, it's on game jolt. It's on game jolt right now. As you it throw is. It up on uh itch man, itch IO. Well, I, I still, we still I've have the source lot. for it. I'd love to go back to it at some point. Cause there's some yeah, stuff that I'd like to change. Access to game jolt, man. You can, yeah. Uh copy pasta that shit over to I found like itch uh so for my game that I finally finished, like the last game I finished actually like made from beginning time was like uh click click hero and I put that on Game Jolt and I put it on itch.io. Yes. And on uh Game Jolt, like it has like two hundred uh and fifty plays. Yep. Uh which is really nice. Uh but on itch.io it has eight hundred and fifty plays, dude. So like I, I think like a lot of people have yeah. been going to itch IO more than Game Jolt for uh like I, online gaming. And I think too like, like it's uh the game de- a few f- fellow game devs go to itch to find yeah. things, you know. And I think I think that's the community that I want to deal with and iterate. So so yeah, yeah, definitely I I love the plug for itch, man. Um so I mean, like we're we're you know talking a little bit about like game jams like they have like their list of like all the game jams now cuz there's so many like it's yes. it's it's a little bit much. Uh, I know like when uh, we started out, like game jams were like still a relatively new idea. And there's only like one or two major ones a year that would happen. And it's like, they're usually like for the weekend 
It's like a yep. 24 hour or 48 yep. hour game jam. Uh, and that was it. So the idea is to like, just finish something, get it done. And like, like you're saying, like put your games up on something and like get the feedback, like hopefully positive or, you know, sometimes negative feedback, but don't let that negative feedback, like, you know, stop you from creating, stop you from like, you know, building out like your ideas, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think, uh, some of the positives from game jams, um, at least for us, especially if you're an indie dev and you're getting started and you don't have like a coding background or a collaborative background of, of like using Git or, or any of the version control sources um, working remotely, that it, it does force you to have some sort of workflow that, that works to the end goal. I actually love game jams because you have an end date. You can't just go, oh, I'll do it later. Oh, I'll do it later. If you don't, you're never going to get finished. You can't submit. Um um, submitting, you know, it's obviously goes on your portfolios. So if, if you're looking for, you know, gainly employment somewhere, you have a portfolio built up and people have played it. Um, I, I, th- I really think that uh, uh, our medium that we chose to be creative in is is one of it's one of the hardest to get into, but it's also some of the most rewarding because in a game jam scenario, you have other people who are striving for the same thing. And a lot of these yeah. jams have forums or, or things you can post on and collaborate with others. And you end up, you know, meeting some great people, uh, you know, having a good time and of, of like-minded people to do it. Cause I, I don't know about you, but outside of talking to like yourself, professor, Sir Solace, uh, Sir Trek, it's very, it's when we, when I was first starting out, it was very difficult to, to convey how much I wanted to do this, you know? Um, yeah. Like even to like my family or spouse, they're like, "Oh, that's cool," and you know, it, they they support you, but it's they don't have the same mindset as you to do it. So, so finding this community helped a ton. In, I would say it's forward. not even just the same mindset; it's uh, appreciation as well. Like when you finish something and you put it up there, like kind of like you know, with like that stupid like uh, demo of that like uh, not Bomberman game that I made. Yes. Like you understand like how much actual fucking work went into like making that happen. So it's like, whereas like somebody else sees that and they're like, Oh, that's nice. You know, that's cool, man. Uh, Like they're like, it works how it's supposed to work. Like what's the big deal? Like (laughs) there's like so many like little pieces that are like going on behind the scenes uh, that, you know, don't, that you don't see the, the other people, like if you're not in it and like, if you don't understand like the, the minutia to like, uh all the various aspects of like a game like you you just don't understand like i would say like watch the credits to like a video game like if you're trying to get somebody to like have like a deeper appreciation of like uh one or or a small group of people making a game like just like sit them down and be like yeah put up like any triple a game credits on like youtube and just be like hey watch this trailer uh and then like of like all the names they're like you know goes on for like 15 20 minutes of just credits and then be like yeah i want to do that what they're doing uh, with me and my buddies and then yeah. they're like okay and like be like no and then make them watch it again yes, <laughs> make them watch yes. those credits again and then be like i want to do that what they're doing but with me and my buddies and they're like yeah man no that's nice i get it and you're like no bro and then like make them watch it like a third time and be like we just spent an hour and this was just names bro uh to like like let you enjoy like that you know 40 60 hour experience and i want to make like a condensed version of that with like my ideas and like what I enjoy. Uh, and so like some of the negatives I think are like, like people who don't understand, like you'll never get like the proper, like 
you won't be really appreciated. I, I think even if like you're making something bad, it takes a really long time to make yeah. something bad. You know, True. Uh, we, we made like our, our, you know, our one podcast where we're talking about like uh, the worst games, uh, how they like stack up to like the best games. And I was like, they're still good games. Like good in the sense that, you know, they work They're you know, technically <laughs> games, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, like I appreciate like all the hard work and stuff that goes into things uh, a bit more, I think than an average person. Whereas like <laughs> somebody who's playing for like enjoyment or leisure, like this game's fucking trash. I fuck it. Or I was like, well, you know, just take a closer look at you. This, somebody spent a lot of time. And this was somebody's like two years. They did. Somebody missed their child's recital for this fucking thing. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm more accepting of that with uh, like indie games versus triple A though. You know, yeah. like, like triple A games at some point, you don't get that excuse, but you know, for, you know, it could be argued how, how much of a labor of love a triple A game really is. Um, depending on the studio, but, uh, you know, I mean, if it's like EA and you're pumping out, you know, the next Madden, you're not putting your heart and soul in that game. You know, that's, that's just, that's just a printing money at I, that point. I would say that the team, like, if anything, it should make you like understand like how exploitive, like a lot of these companies have been as well though. And like, if you just like look at the burnout rate at these higher, bigger industries where like people who are getting into the game industry are only lasting like six months to a year where they like. They're getting like overworked, underpaid. Uh, they're being treated like shit because they know it's like something that they love to do and like they're passionate about. Uh, and they're just like, "Oh, great, we're gonna pay you like shit and make you sleep on the floor." Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, yeah. and you like have to pay for enjoy. your spot on the floor. <laughs> yeah, you have to pay for your spot on the floor. Uh, exactly. I hope you really like Madden, bro. Like you said, you did on the interview, so. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, and you know, but it's not it's not all negative. I, I think uh, one of the things too with with game jams and things that I've that I've seen other people and and I'm talking from like like uh, forum forum posts that it's like one guy who does all the work and a and an idea man. You know, my buddy had this yeah. great idea and I'm gonna do all the way. No, you're not. I, I just want to say anyone any anyone who is doing any creative pursuit, don't be the team member who does all of the homework. And everyone else gets to reap the benefits, you know. Um, yeah. Don't be that. If some ideas are free, you know, no one that, that's, and everyone has an idea. You actually yeah. putting your foot forward and putting the work in—that's where the value is. So, yeah, so what anyone are your who comes talents? up to you, what do you bring in? Yeah, exactly. Anyone that comes up to you and goes, and goes, hey, I have this great idea for a game. You should make it. Go. That's great. I'm not going to do that, you know, just yeah. let them down. Let them like, down. I don't want to hear your idea. <laughs> if they truly wanted their idea to be a game, they would, they would start it. You know, yeah. you know I, th I think that's, that's one of the things that a lot of people get, get stuck in is, is they'll, they'll say these uh, game ideas to like their friends and things like that, who might be great friends. They might be wonderful friends, but if they're not helping you to, to make this, sometimes you just have to, you know, separate that relationship a little bit, you know, like, like there's no harm in it. You know, you guys can still yeah. be friends, even if you're not working on the same thing, just, just don't, don't get stuck in that box. Otherwise you'll never get anything done. And, and, um, as far as never getting anything done, that's kind of one of those things where it's hard being an indie, you know, it's like you can, you, you get frustrated, you get easily distracted, you stop projects, you come, you go back to it, you forget where you were, you know? So. Yeah. That's so, one thing I would say I've learned a, a lot more as well. Like, uh, as I've gotten older and like, I've had like a lot of stop and go projects or like, you know, life happens or whatever. Uh, I found like, uh, commenting out like a lot of my code, uh, labeling layers, uh, yes. in Photoshop and stuff like we're like, you know, like I was like, I never understood like why people would like spend the time to like label layers for like, you know, art. 
I'm like, why would you do that? Why do I need to know if this is shadow? This is light. like, just put together, just finish it, bro. It's like, you don't always finish it. And like, you don't have the, the final say on some things. Like you want to hand it off to somebody else. So yes. I try to approach things now where it's like, if I gave this to somebody else to finish, would they be able to finish it? Mm. Uh, because that somebody else is going to be you in the future, like future me, <laughs> you know, like if I come back to this, like, or like if I, you know, like if you, uh, came upon a, a, a leprechaun's pot of gold at the end of a rainbow and you're like oh yo now yeah. i can take on a team and like pay them money to uh finish this for me like yep. if you had them a bunch of like just like uh layer one layer two layer three like 40 layers are like untitled objects uh even like uh i try to get better like uh for resource folders and stuff like in unity like where i'm putting assets scenes objects uh sound objects like everything should be stacked properly. Like yes. it, 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 there should be an order and a logic to how you're using and making things. Uh, and for like a lazy, uh, un, like, uh, you know, not, not, not a, the highest priority, like artists, like this was really hard for me to learn. Like I've, I still work on it constantly where I'm like, Oh fuck, I got to tidy up the scene file. Uh, <laughs> yes. Like, yes. It, it's, it's tough, man. Like, but like, I, I would say like, that's kind of, a, a big thing is like uh keeping your work tight and like especially like if you're you when you're in a game jam or working with like a, a collaborative effort mm-hmm. if you have like a, a file you're sending to somebody else it shouldn't take them an hour to like look through the file to figure out what you did last yes you know what i'm saying like yes like you just wasted an hour of your teammates time or like and then like they're gonna have to either like spend that hour cleaning up uh and getting your shit in order or they're just going to be like, oh, I figured it out, work on their shit, then pass it to the next teammate. And then they're going to have to spend an hour <laughs> trying to figure out what the fuck happened. They're like, ah, yeah. oh, fuck, what is going on here? Definitely. You know, and that's that's so true, man. That's a, that's a very good point. You know, and, and I think game dev, it's incredibly rewarding once you get something done. I, I will say that time making uh, Super Galaxy Start Busters, uh, there's a very specific point that... Uh, so Sir Solis and I were up all night working on this, right? Um, I was, we were kind of finalizing things. Solis was finalizing the AI. I was finalizing control schemes and, and things like that. And it's, we are four hours until we have to submit, right? The deadline. And, uh, Sir Solis goes, okay, cool. He's like, he's like, you just have to add the controls now. I was like, great. We, we compile it. Everything's ready to go. Um, we upload it to the test page and we find out, and this at this point we're forty-five minutes until launch, or until deadline. We find out we forgot to implement two-player support. <laughs> <laughs> we we spent the entire night like like d- refining the game, um, getting the AI to work. That we completely forgot to add a second player. So with forty-five minutes left, Sir Solis is like, I was like, okay, I'll just send me the last source you had, and um, I'll I'll start working on it. So I'm working on it. He's working on it. And then over voice chat, I hear snoring. This man <laughs> fell asleep at his computer chair because we were up all night coding. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it, that was it, man. It was 45 minutes to go. I hammered out hammered out second player code. Um, I even implemented X input support at the last minute. Submitted Singing that. Singing lullabies. And just prayed <laughs> that it worked. Yeah. So 
it did. You know, at the end of the day, it did. We got it submitted. We got it done. Uh, so Solis woke up and was like, what the hell? You you got it done? I was like, yeah, man, don't worry about it. He, was, he woke <laughs> up in a panic, too. He's like, oh, God, we didn't finish the game without we didn't submit it. So, you know, we got it done. Submitted that. I mean, yes, like we Magical did. fairies came in, in the middle of yeah. the night and they finished. Our, you won't believe what happened. Yeah. It's like, yes. <laughs> calls we, you up, Mr. Gimpy. You won't believe what happened. Yeah. Well, last yeah. night I was working on the game and I fell asleep. <laughs> miraculously it's, it was submitted. I think yeah. I finished it or fairies did like, I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, you know, it was finished and submitted. Um, uh, for, for knowing the amount of time that was left and knowing that the controls work, I'm happy. But looking back, I'm like, man, I, I would love to like tweak that. So it would be more modern, but you know, at this day you can, if you have an excellent put controller plugged in, if you had two plugged in, you can play the game in a web browser. So, um, I will link that on the bottom here just yeah, fans interesting it out. Checking it out and uh only cookie clicker as well uh or yours uh how dare you this, like uh, <laughs> click hero like, click hero thank you thank you this is a cookie clicker it's song, not great though. uh yeah. like that was kind of like also the benefit of like putting the game up yeah. uh and getting feedback from actual because like i didn't get any good feedback from those websites but i posted in like discords for people who make video video games yeah. uh and i was like hey guys what do you think about this i posted on like reddit and i got like some legitimately good feedback the last piece of feedback i never actually implemented but it was good whereas like it should show like what the monster is going to attack for before they get to you so you can make a decision if you want to heal or uh mm. keep clicking to get gold and yeah. i was like that's great i know how to i kind of know how to do that but also i don't so i'm not even gonna bother with it yeah yeah uh, i don't <laughs> that's like one of those games that i would like to like get another swing at to like a year later like knowing what i know now no more sure yeah it'd almost be like a nice project to do like uh every two years like just go back and remake it uh because it's a simple idea it's a simple concept and i'm like i enjoy this uh and i think i could improve it every time like because i'm keep learning you know it's it's a constantly learning constantly like uh growing and uh it's you know, it's it's a long arduous. It's a marathon, not a not a sprint, as the kids yes. say. Yes, yes, e- exactly, exactly. And and you know, game dev, it's one of those things where it combines so many different skills to where, and you have to wear so many different hats depending on your team size. Like like before getting into this wonderful medium that that we both love, um, you know, I I've I was had good times doing flash animation right just making like little animations for myself um you know i i liked making like like levels and games with like predetermined like level editors i enjoyed that found out i really enjoyed that that's why level design is one of my favorite things um but i didn't know how to do anything with sound you know i didn't know how to make music you know here i am learning how to how like sound composition works you know you you learn so many different skills into in doing this thing uh you know it it i think i think it's one of those things where if you if especially if you're a self-starter you can really knock something great out and you know you might not make you know the triple a release or something but if you can make something you're proud of it's it's definitely worth it you know like yeah. i, like I seeing, would say that's like the, the biggest thing too like for uh like any hobbyist or game jam like avoid scope creep like you just yes. keep it keep it simple right the kiss keep it simple stupid like uh, yep yep uh you know that type of thing yep the other thing too is um and and i think this is something that a lot of creatives especially artists get get hung up on perfection 
you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't you don't put it out until it's perfect. Uh, it's never going to be perfect. It's 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 kind of the thing. Even games that are considered masterpieces, like let's take the Metal Gear Solid series, Kojima will still say, "I don't like how this turned out. I wish I could have done that." You know, for for Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid Two, things like that. Nothing is ever done because it'll never be perfect in your eyes. Um, yeah. you, sometimes you just have to cut it loose, start start new, or uh, iterate on a sequel. The, uh, better. That's kind of the beauty of game jams. It goes to the old adage of like it's never finished it's just due like yeah. that's why you have like release dates that's why you have like milestones uh yeah. that you're trying to hit with any projects uh you know like i would recommend like probably watching like some sort of like youtube video on like project management skills like different ways to do that as well like there's several different systems i have found none of them really work good for a, a single person yeah. uh you gotta find out like what system works good for you though there's like different you know like a checklists and like boards there's uh, all kinds of software there's all kinds of free online uh task managers and stuff there's apps on the the phone where you can set schedules there's you know the the google's calendars where uh you can set like you know deadlines and dates and like uh you know what all I that's mean. that structure is good <laughs> what i found with like a um using like a trello board or any of like the organizational style boards um i would what i've been doing lately in my day job is setting myself like a achievement you know like a xbox or playstation like the achievements like if i yeah. get to a certain point i will unlock that for myself uh then when i actually deep dive into my uh, next game maker project i'm gonna do that with the game creation stuff you know it's like get get uh you know camera system in place achievement get get uh you know character modeled animated achievement get you know things like that game completed final achievement all platinum or whatever you know so just some like like i think uh carrot stick and a, and a reward really helps with that and i think it's easier on a team so maybe if i have help it'll you know be team oriented but um i think it also yeah, helps keep yourself going it helps you as well like we always talk about like designing on paper first yes like setting those objectives you basically already created the game on paper uh and for me like that's always been the hardest part is like after i like i do the the paperwork of like because i'm mentally making it as i'm like writing the list i'm like how would i do how would i fix this how would i do this like i'm tackling each of those problems and so by the end of it like you know it usually takes like a few days to like really write out like a, a good list of like what you're gonna do by the end of that i'm like i don't even need to make it because i already made it in my mind <laughs> like, yeah yeah, uh, yeah definitely. i think there's like a like a buddhist uh saying that's been helping me out where it's like uh if there's if you're finding it the hard work difficult that's just ego like where's your ego keeping you from like doing like like if this works beneath you that's more your ego than the, the work, work itself like yeah so it's something like that. I'm butchering the saying, but the, you know, well, a lot of that's fun. just ego. Yeah. So yeah. it's one of those things where the, the last 5% of a project takes 95% of the time, you know, yeah. it's, it's like finishing is the hardest part. Uh, so yeah, yeah, man, I think that's, that's kind of like the thing and game jams help you with that. It helps you to the full release. If you have experience releasing a bunch of games with game jams, when it gets time to that full release, you've, you've released stuff countless times before. I think it's a, yeah. it's a great thing. And if you really like a game gem idea, you already have a foundation to go back and make a full game with it. Like uh, Titan and Souls is an example, uh, the Binding of Isaac game. Like uh, there's countless examples. Uh, uh, the, what is it? The Fortnite, uh, the double fine Fortnite game jams where they have two, two and a half weeks or three weeks to make a game. And then they decide yeah. they pick the best ones and make a full game out of it and release it. Like if you're a game dev, you're going to do a game jam. Um, yeah. 
you know, it's it's just inevitable. It'll, I know, it'll like uh, Riot Games does a lot of game jams as well, like where they bring apart. Like it's, it's good, like even like bigger studios where they take uh, people who aren't necessarily in that skill group and like have them work with other people in those like uh, skill groups as well. So it's like they'll take people who aren't necessarily like animators and have them animate or people who aren't artists but want to learn art and stuff and have them work with like so it gives like good cross-pollinization too like in teams to like help them better understand like just systems and flow uh and like help better prepare files to be like more accessible across your team but it's also just fun too you know it's like it helps yeah. you know promote that teamwork and a collaborative effort and yeah. ideas ideation like everybody like you said ideas are free everybody has like ideas uh, so it's fun to like sit with a group of people and be like, oh, what kind of ideas do you have for like a, a game and make something silly, make something fun, and uh, you know, do some experimenting. Oh, yeah, man, yeah, definitely. So yeah, we're it's to that point where it's time to uh, it's that time wrap again. Up. Now, um, she belongs any, to the streets. Any, <laughs> are there any game jams that you can think of off the top that you recommend or? Anything like that, or would you say just go to like the itch site or or um, uh, indiegamedev.com, I think it's what it's called, and just the list of game game jams out. Like any recommendations? Uh, yeah, I'd say just go to itch.io uh, and find stuff there because there's so many of them and they're happening so frequently now. Like, uh, they they're not even. I would say just go browse that even for just I, more ideas, <laughs> like uh yeah. like there's ones that are here it's like uh what's this say there's a uh, one one word one genre game jam there's a dracula uh black and white game jam you know like there's ideas here like void Ooh, dracula uh, black and white that sounds fun yeah <laughs> no those are different game jams where you just smashed them together you see that <laughs> that's a, see that's all though right just like a <laughs> yeah. dracula game like based on a game bike all right i'm gonna shut up and make that <laughs> <laughs> absolutely uh, good stuff man so yeah, what about you man any like uh big game jams that you'd recommend or I, there's a there's a there's a lot of them as you said um my favorite to really iterate is ones that are, are only like one day or one weekend as i think it forces you to build that camaraderie and um, if you're especially if you're working with a team and and it forces you to build some sort of workflow. And I think if you're starting a bigger project with a team, that these one day or, or weekend long game jams are something to strive for. Um, you know, your your end result might not be the greatest thing of all time, but the point is you have a completed project with this team. So if you have like a new yeah. team of people you're not quite sure about, do these do like two or three of these uh, smaller weekend long game jams to see if you can really work with these people. I think I I think it's a great thing. You know, it's like speed yeah. dating, but for game devs. <laughs> And we've definitely talked about before for uh, portfolios and stuff. Like uh, once you finish like one of these games, like just be honest about like what you worked on in the the game and be like, oh yeah, I worked on like these sprites or like these models or this animation or this music or this programming. Uh, and just and then you can bring that to the next team or like group of people you're working with and be like, this is kind of what I do. I'd also like to you know work on this or this, you know, so that way that your team has a sense of like your capabilities as well. Uh, yeah. cause like every, every time I've partnered up with some randoms on the internet for like a game jam, I usually show them like, this is my portfolio. Uh, this is what I can do. Like, are you interested in like working with me? And they're like, yeah. And this, they'll send me their stuff. They're like, you know, these are some of the game jams and things I've worked on. Like, what do you think? I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. Let's, let's do this thing. Let's get after it. Uh, you know, and 
uh, can go great. It can go terrible. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's about it's like you said. It's like speed dating out there for uh, game devs. Just get out there, try. Like they're not all all gonna be uh, perfect, you know. And the last thing I want to just say is um, when working in a in a team, you're not just working on the game. You're working on relationships as well. You're working on the yeah. people people problem. You know, if if you didn't have to deal with people, everyone would be a lot happier. You know, it's like a bad yeah. advantage. So let us know that this person could be the greatest game game developer you've ever met. But if you don't drive with them as a person, it's probably better to cut your losses for your own mental health and for the for your next projects and your and your career going forward than to just continue yeah. working with this person. You know, and that, that's that's kind of the best thing too about game jams, where they're like smaller periods of time where you can leave fairly amicably at the end and just be like hey man thanks had fun bye and then like you know that's it you know like and then you ghost in them yeah. uh and that's definitely. okay definitely uh, but you know also be you know polite professional uh courteous like uh, be understanding life happens like don't be like oh you're not you're not taking this fucking game jam seriously it's like dude relax all right yeah it's yeah it's not the end of the world like if we don't finish this and like uh you know try and definitely be understandable and like adaptive and uh, and just because somebody else doesn't finish like their part of the game jam doesn't mean like you shouldn't finish yours, you yes. know, necessarily. Yes. like just finish the fight type of thing where it's like, I said, I was going to do like this and I have this on my Trillo board. I'm just going to finish that. Uh, and that's okay. Like if the other parts don't get done, as long as I finish my part. Yeah. You're doing you it know? for you. Right. You're, yeah. you're learning something. So yeah. it's tough, man. I've made a lot of art that just never gets used uh, for different projects that I've had with friends or, yeah, uh, yeah, people, you know, where I'm like, they're people, like kind of like you said, there's always an idea person like, oh, I'm super, let's make this. And I'm like, all right, here, I'll start on it. And I'll start showing them concept art and stuff. And they're like, yeah, this is great. Let's do it. Blah, 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 blah. And they're just hyping you up. Uh, and you're like, all right, man, uh, you're going to start on uh, your part. And they're like, ah, oh, shit. Yep. Nah, yep, nah yep. bro. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. Well, that's, that's time. So, this has been a fireside chat with the combo wombo. No, um, <laughs> in our TED talk. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I hope that if anyone gets anything from this, it's it's to you know, do it. You know, I think I think at the end of a lot of these these talks that we have, it's it's just don't just think about it. Start doing it. You know, at, at the end of the day, whether it's play a game yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, we're good to go. Play games, make games, have fun. Right, exactly. And like, Combo share, wombo. subscribe, you bitches. You bitches. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See you guys later, guys. Combo Wombo out. <laughs>